Okay, so you guys both know that my first job was at... McDonald's. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry. Why would Sam answer that before you, Murphy? Because that troubles I, me. No, I was. If, if I'm being honest, I was about to say Dairy Queen, and I don't know why I've got Dairy Queen on my brain, other than the fact that they flip the freeze over. You know, at the you're dreaming of Dairy. Do you Queen think today. you could have done that when you were working at McDonald's? I know they totally. don't do that at I McDonald's. I did everything. Would you have been able to do the stick your hand out, turn it over to make sure it doesn't totally. fall? Totally. I wouldn't... rocked that drive-through. See, because I would drop that. That's why no I, I just don't think I could do that. Okay, but anyway, anyway but yes. did you also know that one year when I was a very little girl, I had my birthday party at McDonald's? Oh, no, I didn't I know I was that. a very small child. Um, I remember it because of the cake. There's a picture of me. Of course, it, my mom lost all of her pictures in the flood. Yeah, so I don't know. I know that, that's what she tells you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop. Is that a Jody picture? Throw it away. We'll tell her about the flood. <laughs> anyway. Was it a McDonald's cake? Yes, that's what I'm bringing it up. There's a secret cake on the menu at McDonald's at some what? at some McDonald's across the country. You can ask for the cake, and they will do it for you. What? You wink when you ask for it? Well, it's you funny because not not every unless you've been like our manager, not everybody knows about it who's on staff. No, I don't know but, that. I'm assuming not every McDonald's. What's funny has is one, I read right? the story about the secret cake at McDonald's. It was uncovered via TikTok video. <sighs> And it's sort of a well-kept secret. It comes in vanilla or chocolate, vanilla frosting, and Ronald McDonald on the top of it. And as soon as I read that, I thought, oh, it's real. Because the picture of me, if I could find it, I don't know if, it, if I can find it, if it floated away or if there were negatives. But I'm sitting there, you know, um, and there's a Ronald McDonald. It's a white, flat sheet cake. And there's a picture of Ronald McDonald, which is kind of scary, on the cake. Yeah. And I remember it thinking it tasted good. How does McDonald's make cakes? Because they don't bake. I think probably it's shipped to them frozen, oh, okay. and it's in their big freezer, and oh. they probably, I don't know. I don't know, yeah, I mean, we, but I'm, you can I'm order it. I'm sure not every McDonald's has them, you know, no. or if they do, it is a well-kept secret. But you can order them and, like, you know, pick it up in a day or two or whatever. It's $9, and it's a little yeah. secret, and I think it's so cute that I had one when I was a little girl. We had a party at Burger King once, and we all got crowns. <laughs> Everybody yeah. gets a crown when they go to Burger King. <laughs> well... Happy birthday. (laughs) We learned yesterday that there are, at many McDonald's locations across the world, it's a secret menu item. You can order a birthday cake because they used to do birthday parties. Okay? So you can order the secret cake. It's a sheet cake. Not every McDonald's. No, just some. Yeah, there have to be. It's got to be a select one, right? So is that real, Reagan? Yes. So my job when I was in high school was to do the birthday parties at McDonald's. Me with too. The birthday cake. <laughs> Me too. Really? Well, you did. I worked the drive-through first, and then for extra cash, I could pick up a birthday party or two on the weekend. Yes. 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 So you know all about like pulling the cakes out of the freezer and then thawing out over the top of the French fry machine. <laughs> <laughs> all that well, I, now that you say that, I sort of remember it. Although my manager was sort of a micromanager, and he usually had all that stuff ready for me when I showed up. <laughs> so I didn't do oh, really? that. Yeah, I did the Big Mac stack game. Did you do that? Um, with the boxes. Yeah, with the yeah. little yeah. Yep. Yep. See how far they could stack oh, yeah. the Big Mac boxes up until it fell down, and whoever had got the highest stack. Wait, won. wait, 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 wait! You thaw out the cakes on top of the fry machine? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what gave them all the extra flavor. Oh, oh wow! Baby. They were good, right? <laughs> wow. They tasted good, it right? Tastes like French fries. <laughs> they were excellent. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes, they were excellent. They were excellent. Do you know if they still offer birthdays at parties at McDonald's? Because I don't know. I don't. 
think they have in a very, very long right. time, or at least I've not been invited to any in right. probably 20 years. Well, so. <laughs> it's so funny for me to have that double thing because I also had a birthday party at McDonald's when I was a little kid. It was a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for me to work yeah, there. Was. Yeah. <laughs> right. Kind of come full circle. You know, I guess if you were born in the late 70s or early 80s and didn't have a birthday at McDonald's, right. then did you really have a birthday party? I don't know. <laughs> you had that rat at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sweet. Thanks for the call, Reagan. Well, I'm guessing there aren't any parties right now oh, yeah, in the right. COVID world. Right now. Same but... reason all the little play areas are closed down. You know? <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jump in with us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys hear that the Amy Winehouse biopic got the green light? Well, sometimes I go out. How many... Documentaries. This? Well, no, no. This is a biopic. Okay. Documentaries are plenty okay. and flowing. But I'm this so is, confused. You know what a biopic is, right? It's like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like Ray. Yeah. It's the. It's an actress. It's the Hollywood or, portrayal of that person. Right. It's got the family's approval. It's got the dad's approval. Um, and yeah, well, dad's and, approval. And the dad's the one that approved the big bio um, biopic, the documentary. This is the biopic, <laughs> and so it won't. But they're taking it from this book that was released. Um, called Saving Amy. They're taking it from that. They've got her, um, his approval, and they're going ahead. Now, that doesn't mean they've announced... Uh, well, the word is they want to cast to play Amy Winehouse um, an unknown. Yeah. And they're looking at a couple of actresses. Guess who stepped up and said she would love to play Amy Winehouse? And it was a, it was a mad fan of her, and that is... Who? Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, Oh wow! You put from, those two from Stranger Things. From Stranger Things, yeah. eleven from just so, so. Just so you know, I mean, you talk about an actress who has the attention of a generation. Yeah. yeah. And you know, some of some of the fans of Millie Bobby Brown would not know much about Amy Winehouse because when she died, you know, right. they were so young. But so I just feel like they should look at her at least, let her audition. That's going to be such a different role than eleven. Of you course, know. all roles are yeah. going to be different. It's going to be gritty her. because you know. Amy Winehouse story was not in not an pretty. Easy one, right? You know, we love to hear from you, so jump in with us anytime. 877 3104 MSJ. What's going on, Pamela? Not much. I just wanted to call in and let y'all know how amazing y'all are, and that I just <laughs> really love listening to y'all on my drive to work every day. Well, that's Aww, super sweet. My gosh, you're just spitting the sunshine. Yeah, tell us more about ourselves. <laughs> no, tell us about you. What are you doing? Are you you're on the way now. I am. I'm on my way to work now. Sweet. What do you do? I am a supervisor for our financial institution. Oh, so you're a boss. <laughs> a boss at a bank. I'm a, boss. <laughs> I'm a supervisor for a, na- a, a financial institution. <laughs> you sound. You talk like Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the boss, a boss. I'm the boss. Oh I'm a goodness. boss. Yes. Sweet. So how are things getting back? Or were they were they very different all last year? They were. It was so weird not being face-to-face with people and having to talk through a microphone all the time. And you really lost that personal touch. So when we opened back up, finally, Mm -hmm. it was was almost weird to be face-to-face with people because you just, you're like, how do I act? Pamela, (laughs) you are preaching to the preacher's wife on this one. There was a girl (laughs) that we used to work with. Like this building that where we are used to be filled with people last year. And then everybody went home except us. (laughs) <laughs> and yesterday, one of the, the girls that we I used to see every day 
popped in here, MJ, mm. and I saw her in the kitchen, and she saw me, and we were just like, oh, my gosh, another girl. <laughs> it's like I really missed you. Yeah. Different. I'm excited about it myself. I mean, I know they say introverts are not as excited. They don't want things to get back to normal. Right, Sam? That's right. <laughs> I like the peace and quiet. <laughs> I want people. My husband is very much like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want yes. people. They fuel me. Me too. Yes. I'm the same way. I'm like, Sweet. I have to be around people. Like, it, it, gives, me, it gives me my my go-go juice for the day. It's yeah. true. It feeds you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you need both. You actually need both. Well, shout out for yeah. a little mental health. You need both downtime and social time. So thank yes. you for calling. You call us anytime. Yes, ma'am. Thank y'all for just talking and just for being y'all. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Aww, we have thanks, a good time. Pamela. Call us anytime. Have a good one. Yes, ma'am. Sweet Pamela, 877-310-4MSJ. Pamela the boss. I believe we're already halfway through August, and it's Thursday, which is good. Man. Almost another weekend here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my uh, lady friend Tanya is a teacher, third grade teacher. You said her name right. Uh, yeah. Tanya. Uh, and uh, we were texting back and forth about the first day of school, and the day before, she stopped. She said she had to stop at the grocery on the way home Yes. And pick up some jitter juice. <laughs> jitter, jitter juice. juice. Well, the Man. first thing I thought was, yeah, Murphy and I used to drink jitter juice all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I would think too. Right, exactly. <laughs> if that I didn't, I'd get the jitters. Slang for a bottle oh. of wine. No, oh. what it is is she, as part of her first day every year, she mm-hmm. reads a book called First Day Jitters to the students. Oh. And she makes jitter juice out of Sprite and some other stuff, you know. Oh, my gosh. And gives them jitter juice to calm it. And everybody, after she reads the book, they, you know, toast with jitter juice, and then hopefully that takes care of the jitters I'm in love for the with school it. year. I'm in love with every part of it. Number one, the kids will never forget it. Mm-hmm. It will work. They will believe that they will hear the story and then drink the juice and believe that it's going to calm their... It's brilliant. Yeah. God, teachers with game like that run the world. That reminds me God. of my grandmother's big punch bowl with the lime sherbet and the uh, mm. ginger ale. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of jitter juice, and the, now she may have poured something else in there for the adults, but you yeah. know, for us. And the other thing, uh, when she first told me jitter juice, what popped into my head was this. I thought so, too. I this almost... Is, this is, well, I even told her, I said, you know what? You should take the lyrics and write some jitter juice <laughs> lyrics. You know, w- with my mind on Cheese my homework up. and my homework on my mind. Yeah. yeah. See? Get it? Wouldn't yeah. it work great? It I don't know how the parents great. would like it, yeah. but, you know. Well, and, you know, there may be a reason you're not a school teacher, Sam. <laughs> Still, that is the cutest thing. I can't imagine them forgetting that. No. I'd I never heard of that before, too. And it's like, oh, that's perfect. Jitter juice. I love it. And I want to hear about other things that teachers like to do like this, yeah. you know? Well, I happen up. to know a teacher, so I know, I'll get back to you. We love Tanya. So anyway, 877-310-4MSJ to let us know yours. If you missed the show and you want to hang out, listen later. Listen on your schedule. Download the podcast. It is there and free, easy to get. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcast. We love it when you join us, 877-310-4MSJ. We do. Good morning, Carla. Good morning. I just have to share that my granddaughter uh, calls you guys Smurfy 
Sam and Jody. Yay! <laughs> hey, fun. Oh, I thought it was because Murphy's blue. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that was so fun. I'm like, turn on Smurfy. What are you talking about? So cute. I like and it. Don't correct so, her, yeah. please. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> no. one day she'll realize it and change it, and that cuteness is gone. Not all of it, but you know. Isn't that the <laughs> Carla, thanks. You call us anytime and tell her we said hello. Yeah, we appreciate that. And so now everybody here Smurfy. can call me Smurfy. I like Smurf. that. Um, I actually used to have somebody call me Smurf. Oh, I bet. I don't know why. And um, you know, you know how people. It's funny how people will take a name, then they give you a nickname, and then they give you a nickname of the nickname. I do yeah. that. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I know it's not. I know it's aggravating for some. If you're a serious person and somebody starts nicknaming you, don't like it, but I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I nickname people. I yeah. do. Anyhow, um, when kids actually, do you that, nickname yourself too. I don't. The Jode. The Jode. Yeah. That someone else called me that, and I Did used they? it on you once. That's all. Actually, I, I used I to have. Uh, I was always confused whenever producer Emily was here because you'd call her M. Yeah, E M. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. The but Divine Miss M. When you say M, you'd say it's M, but you also call Murphy M. Sometimes I know. So whenever I'm you s- talk about M, I'm thinking which M are we talking? Well, but she I- was E M, and I'm just M. But when you say it, yes, it's the same. I'm sorry. This is why I'm apologizing. I know it's a pain. Okay. The Joe knows it's I've a pain. I've already yes. tried not to do that to producer Faith, who is new with us. How do you and abbreviate Faith? I mean, you that's don't, pretty but you short. Know me. And, you know, you know me. what I called her the other day? I said, "Thanks, love." And well, I'm like, that's not well, a that's a that's a that's a pet name. You yeah, know, know what I mean? Yeah. That's she a, might right? not like that. Taylor though. is Tay. Taylor is Tay. What is Phoebe? Phoebes. Yeah. See. Yeah. Murphy is Murph. Or depending on what mood we're in, something else. <laughs> Things you can't say. Anyway, when kids make those little mistakes, it is so beautiful because eventually they correct it themselves. So yeah. I never corrected. When Taylor would say straw babies instead of strawberries, I let that ride for the sweet six months that yeah. it lasted. Or so. when Phoebe would say, are you thinking what, what I'm, I'm thinking? thinking with an F uh, instead of a TH? 877 msj Come hang out with us later today. We'll have some more fun. Another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. It's the stuff that you can only get on the podcast, so subscribe today. The dirty stuff. <laughs> no, there's nothing dirty about <laughs> it. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, um, guys, I posted on our Facebook page the other day, and boy, did you come through. Um, and this is true. A friend of mine, I will not name her name by name, but she said to me the other day, and I thought, man, I feel that, and I bet you a lot of people do have yeah. opinions. She said this. <clears throat> If you haven't been married for 20 years, at least 20 years, do not give me marriage advice. That's how she feels about marriage advice. And I won't tell you why. I would love to know why, yeah, but uh, I mean, that's not going to help. You okay, know. okay, well, fine. I'll tell you. She knows someone who's been married a few times, okay, one and two and three years at the most, yeah. mm. who keeps, you know, and, and keeps giving advice, though, unsolicited marriage advice. Oh, just like, like you out just of the blue? You need to do this and you just need to do that. And and she's thinking, I'm in this thing for 20 years, you know. Yeah. Well, I anyway, mean, that's all you I'm probably should never offer up unsolicited marriage advice, regardless of the time that you've been you married. Probably you probably know shouldn't I mean? offer up unsolicited advice at all uh, regarding anything, right? Look, I'm the last person to give marriage advice. I know. I know. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so wholeheartedly. You were also the last person to take it. <laughs> <laughs> But right. I have been asked my opinion. Good. And by whom I shall not say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have reluctantly, and 
I made it known that I, I'm not the person to ask, but right. sure. here's what I would suggest or right. here's my opinion. I, actually, I will say this. I think that considering that you've been through a lot re- with regards to relationships, I'm not making fun of you, I swear. I do think you have a good perspective. I think everyone has a fresh perspective, yeah. but I think every marriage is different. Yep. So any advice that could be offered up to any marriage, it might not matter because you're not talking about the same two people yeah. who are trying to make it work. Yeah, and, but I do think there are similar challenges over the years. I think the seven-year itch is a real thing. Oh. That's a long time to be itching, huh? But after no, you have the, babies uh, is an itch that's real. It's weird, yeah, but, but you know, but you get... I mean, Jody and I have everything. been through an, enough ups and downs now where I would like to think after 20... One year is we kind of <laughs> full perspective. You would like to think. I love the way you went after 21 years. I know, I know, I know. So coming up, we will get to your suggestions, comments, maybe even advice about this um, next hour from our Facebook and Instagram. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On Friday, they dropped a trailer for the next American Crime Story, which is called Impeachment. Mm -hmm. I only watched it a few several times. Is that even a thing? A few several (laughs) times over the weekend. There's a woman I'm very close to in the midst of an affair with the President of the United States. Are you sure you have enough evidence? My calls with Monica. Oh, my mm. goodness. Remember American Crime Story are the ones that brought us The People versus O.J. Simpson, which yeah. was right. really well made. You thought, no way they're pulling this off in a series, and they did. Yeah, and this especially one looks- considering that Ross was in the, I had no idea that Ross could be a Kardashian. was mixed up in all that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ross was a Kardashian. Okay, but this is crazy good. <laughs> Academy Award nominated actor Clive Owen plays Bill Clinton. You think okay. he looks like him? I don't know if he it's, looks like him. It's but an he, attempt to look like him, right? You gotta, you gotta put that aside. And yeah. does he, does he bring it? And I think he does. Edie Falco as Hillary Clinton oh, as wow, Hillary. She's, in, she's amazing. She is was in the uh, the Sopranos. Uh, Sopranos, right? Yeah. So anyway, it looks crazy good. It's a ten part series, and yeah. it debuts on FX September seventh. We asked on our Facebook page, "How do you feel about this?" Because one of my best, well. One of my friends, someone I know, said, this is the quote. If you, you're becoming more vague by the minute here, <laughs> Sam. You notice that? If you A human being said. She said, if you haven't been married for at least 20 years, don't give me marriage advice. And I was like, Boom. So I would love the con- So the thing is, uh, I was she given, con- but she was given unsolicited. In I other think words, so. yes. she was just sitting there minding her own business. And somebody says, you know what you I should do in your marriage. I think some wine was being consumed and some talk was going on. And someone who had been married a few times for two and three years at the most was throwing out all kinds of advice for all these people who've been married for a long time. And she feels that it's a very different thing. Yeah. And I kind of like felt common like common sense is if that person is only getting married for two, three, it's like, why would you even open I know. your mouth? Wine, I think. Anyway, I want to say this. You I mean say W-H-I-N-E? Or no, I-N-E-W-I-N-E. Anyway, so I asked, what do you think about that? You know, what do you think about that statement? Randy says, I've been married going on 24 years and I still don't give advice because I'm still learning every day. 
Yeah, shout out for that. Um, Tanya, I do not believe that anyone should give unsolicited advice on anything, whether you've been married for 20, 30, or 40 years. Uh, You especially should not give unsolicited parenting advice. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, the one I used to always cringe at was, well, you'll understand when you have kids. Oh. Well, it's it's not... it's not that's well, it's, that's kind of the opposite. It, yeah, it, it is true. Don't, just don't give people advice if they don't ask for it. I think especially where kids or marriage are, is because that's the most personal. Um, Dwayne says, "Give all the advice you want. I have two ears, one for it to go in and one for it to go out." Nice. <laughs> I love that line. That's your best friend right there, Sam mm-hmm. and John from Australia. You guys want to hear what he said? Do it in the Always accent. Always do. I can't. Oh. He says, you, you're never going to wake up in love every day. It takes work to make it work. Never give up on the person next to you. John. See, that's great. John. That is, and that is, that's uh, actually good unsolicited advice, too. We you didn't know what I mean? solicit. It's great, right. All right. You hit us up anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Jody, this is just for you. I came across it. I think it was on TikTok scrolling around it might have been instagram i doesn't really matter did you matter. send it to me no i didn't because i'm sure i would have gotten back Pfft, i'm not watching this oh okay Why? sorry i like but, your tiktok videos no 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 because of because of the content oh. oh one of your favorite movies is tombstone oh it's one of the greatest movies of all time and top five this is one of your lines i didn't think you had it in you i'm your huckleberry I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Right? That's just my game. The thing that popped up on TikTok, and when it did, I, I read it, and I was like, hmm, let me Google and check this out. Apparently, it is a thing. What? Uh, that, what's his face? Who was Huckleberry? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer apparently said the line wrong. He was supposed oh. to say, I'm your Hucklebearer. Apparently, Hucklebearer. Huckles are the handles on a casket. Oh, no. It's an old term for handles on a casket. Oh, really? And he was, you know, I'm your Hucklebearer. Like, I'm going to kill you. I'll carry you I'll to the grave. I'll carry you to the grave. Right. <gasps> this is big. But oh he my said God. it more than once in the movie. Oh, he said it was a, one of his lines, I'm your I'm your Huckleberry. Which to me seems like the director or somebody would have said, hey, 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 Huckleberry. Not Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Somebody, nobody, nobody so caught it. it's like that part of me is saying, wait, this is probably nonsense. Or did we hear it wrong because he was always... His character was always blasted out of well, his mind drunk. Well, let's hear Huckleberry again. I'm your Huckleberry. Hmm, could it be sounds Huckleberry. like Bearer. Wow, it does sound like Huckleberry. I cannot believe this, Sam. But everybody thinks it's Huckleberry. It is. I'm if your you, Huckleberry. If you buy the shirt, which I'm not opposed to, I don't have one, there are shirts that you can buy that say, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. Oh, well, my God. Google it. There's a whole big thing about, no, huckle, Huckles are the Bearer. handles. Yeah. And if you're a Huckleberry, you're a pallbearer. I had no idea, but now you know what I want to do. Does that ruin the movie? All nothing can ruin that movie for me. Okay. All I want to do is watch that movie. Yeah. You can get the Murphy Sam and Jody Sam designed T-shirt Ooh. Ooh, on our website. Also, the Keep the Wow shirt for Ooh. ladies. Um, check out shop online at murphysamandjody.com. So the other night, Sam, we haven't really told you the story yet. But uh, Murphy and I were tucked in, tucked in our beds, fast asleep. Mm-hmm. It's on the, it's over the weekend. Taylor happened to be home and was in the family room, wide awake. Happened all to night. be home. Yes, yeah, she's home she's all moving the time. out of the dorm this week, oh. and then we'll be home for the summer. So why not? Phoebe was fast asleep in her bed. It's like middle of the night. Yeah, it's midnight. I mean, yeah. and the doorbell rings. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. pizza. <laughs> 
the doorbell rings, and I heard it immediately. I've got that mom wake up thing. Like I can hear, any, I can wake up and have a conversation with you. Yeah. And me, I'm like, no. finally, that Amazon package is here. You know? <laughs> no. Murphy's no. a little more groggy, but then Phoebe is in the hall and she freezes and she goes, "Mom, somebody's at the front door." And it's like, "Yeah, somebody really is." And we scramble, and Murphy's like, "Are you sure?" Yes, that was really the doorbell. I had to convince you. Know, it was really one of those, I was in that ten minutes before you got to the <laughs> door. It seemed like it. I was in that slumber in my head that I couldn't. It's like, is this a real doorbell or a dream doorbell? But wait, you know? wait, wait. Yeah, you have the. We have the. What do we have? The, the nest. The nest. Yeah. I almost said ring. We have the other one. We have the nest. And so Murphy pulls it up, and it's sure enough. There is a young woman at our front door speaking into our camera, distressed. Oh. And she's like, "Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh my gosh." And what we didn't realize is that Taylor was up wide awake. Taylor was on the other side of the door. On, on the side of our front door, there are those little window panes where you can see through. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny, Murphy, that I'm that, that you've always been okay with that. Because, you know, it's like a window right in. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the house has windows, area. windows. You know, a lot I mean, of windows. Yeah. Anyway, so she was talking to Taylor. I thought she was talking to the camera, which, was mm-hmm. also, which also would have been savvy. Yeah. But she was talking to Taylor. Is she a friend of Taylor's? No. No. She was very distressed, and it was a sad situation. And I'm, it took me forever to wake up, but she was saying, I've lost my phone. My boyfriend took it and threw it into the ditch across the street. I need to find it, and will you just call it? So she's giving Taylor her number, and I'm just, like, moseying up to the, you know, the door. And <laughs> Murphy is in his, like, Christmas shirt that you gave him. Yeah. The one that says, Santa! Yeah. It's like Will Ferrell is got Will Ferrell on the front of it, you know. Looking all good in my Looking all serious. My plaid pants. Anyway, we were able to help her and I was really mm-hmm. proud of how we did that as a family Me too. team at midnight. And stressed out like half asleep. Yeah. So we'll do that coming up for you after the Hollywood Outsider. For the Hollywood Outsider, Jody was uh, talking about the knock at the door, the ringing doorbell that we had over the weekend, midnight. middle of the night, a girl in distress talking to our uh, doorbell camera. And it's because she she couldn't find her phone, which had been, I guess, I don't know. We actually don't, we don't know the story as to how her phone and her boyfriend's phone both wound up in... The ditch. The ditch across the street from us, okay? In a very boggy area. He put them there. She couldn't find them, and she was alone. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, you know, it's you're waking up and you're having to assess this whole thing. And the girl, I'm glad that Taylor and Phoebe, our daughters, understood the process on this part because Taylor didn't open the door, you know, out of safety. It's like you don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we, we were going to go out there to help her find her phone. But... Had to assess and make sure first. This is that there's nothing else going on. Right, that's weird. some sort of decoy. Somebody's right. waiting in the bushes. Right, right, exactly. Any of that kind of stuff. And so once we figured that part out, you know, yeah. I mean, Taylor we, we, and Phoebe know you well enough, Murphy. We've heard we've heard so many worst case scenario stories from Murphy over the years that these girls acted like trained professionals. They were really I was good. So yeah. proud. Everybody I mean, so, down. Yeah. So you know, once we you know had assessed the situation and secured the premises. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we did go outside, outside and used found find my iPhone to help her find her phone. Ah. And it took a little bit, but the, you know, but but we did. But it was great because Taylor was doing the find my iPhone part. 
Thebes was, you know, just kind of running interference on everything. Well, Taylor's and phone, actually phone, wouldn't do it. And so Phoebe had to bring her phone. I brought the girl. She had these beautiful high heels that she was walking through the mud. And I'm like, don't do that. And so she took those off. And then she was barefoot. It's like, I brought her some rubber boots. And she was like, thank you. <laughs> the priority you. here. Look when at those shoes. Was, you're ruining them. She was in the mud yeah. looking yeah. for it. So I gave her some rubber boots. But where she, yeah. the the last thing was where her car was parked was a good two miles away, mm-hmm. so we had to bring her to drop her off back to her car too. So it's all yeah. the situation was weird. I don't know how they got from there walking all the way yeah. to you know our neighborhood, but they <laughs> spent did. the rest of the night trying to figure but, it out, but, but not with her. We got Just... her, yeah, we got her, yeah, we got her back to safety. She had her phone, and you know, yeah. I'm assuming that it all happened and they had a happy ending. And we had to know? say to our girls how proud we were of yeah. them, just the way that they understood how to handle that. With the family in mind first, our safety yeah. first, and then help a stranger. With Murphy involved, was there a debriefing afterwards? Yes. <laughs> Actually, there was, <laughs> Sam. Right. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so Val Kilmer, guys, by the way, is going to be in the upcoming sequel, Top Gun Maverick, which I'm excited about because Val Kilmer is an important part of that of that franchise. I want to know how know. because there's a documentary on one of the streamers right now called Amazon Val. Prime. Yes. And it's about him and his can his cancer and he's a lot of it he's talking through the whole and right. it's like how 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 did you shoot the right. sequel I, like well, this? Well remember though, he also has this AI technology voiced thing with that they some company was able to get tons of, of his vocal footage Footage? I don't know what you call it, footage. There's recordings but, of his voice over the years? Yeah, here it is. We're all driven to share our deepest dreams and ideas with the world. When you think of the most talented creative people, they speak to us in a unique way. A phrase we often hear is having a creative this is voice. Him, but yeah. I was but, struck by throat cancer. But this is him Sounds with wow. the AI voice taken from recordings. Okay, I shared that with you last week. Well, the news is that, yes, he is back as Iceman in the sequel. And who was adamant about him being there? Tom Cruise. Oh, it's good. like he's too big of a part of it. They're not letting us know in what way, but apparently Iceman's character is honored here and everybody wanted val on the set and the do days you, that he was there he was one he was fine do you have the ai version of huckleberry <laughs> <laughs> no but i'll work on it how crazy cool is that trending now jody's hollywood outsider on friday they dropped a trailer for the next american crime story which is called impeachment mm-hmm. i only watched it a few several times <laughs> Is that even a thing? A few several uh, times over the weekend. There's a woman I'm very close to in the midst of an affair with the President of the United States. Are you sure you have enough evidence? My calls with Monica. Oh, my Mm. goodness. Remember American Crime Story are the ones that brought us the People versus O.J. Simpson, which was really well made. You thought, no way they're pulling this off in a series, and they did. Especially considering that Ross was in the... I had no idea that Ross... Could be a Kardashian. ...was mixed up in all that. Okay, yeah. Ross was a Kardashian. Okay, but this is crazy good. (laughs) Academy Award nominated actor Clive Owen plays Bill Clinton. You think okay. he looks like him? I don't know if he it's, looks like him. It's but an he, attempt to look like him, right? You gotta, you gotta put that aside. And yeah. does he, does he bring it? And I think he does. Edie Falco 
as Hillary Clinton. Oh, as wow, Hillary. She's, in, she's amazing. She is was in the uh The Sopranos. Uh, Sopranos, right. Yeah. So anyway, it looks crazy good. It's a ten part series and yeah. it debuts on FX September seventh. There's some Target news we have to talk about. What's that? We already knew that Ulta Beauty was going to drop some little stores, mini Ulta Beauty stores inside of Target, which mm-hmm. is awesome sauce. I don't know if that means they're going to replace their current cosmetics area just Target with Ulta. Target usually has a good cosmetics area. I know, Or girlfriend. so I've been told. I know. Yeah. Get some concealer on today, do you? <clears throat> okay. Um, Target is also adding 100 or so new Disney store locations inside of Target. Wow. That's... Good for Disney, good for Target. Target's going to start being like a little mini mall. So you have Starbucks and some and Ulta and Disney. It's totally true. And the other sort of, I guess, retail news, this one came out last week, was that Toys R Us is also, it's got a second, third, and fourth life. Yeah. (laughs) And they're going to be popping up in Macy's department stores. And that makes sense. Smart way for them to make their comeback. Mm -hmm. It's true. The boutique store popping up all over the place.